It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's the old saying? Fall down seven times, get up eight. That's been the story of Jalen Suggs all season. As a big storyline we're following here in the next 20 games or so, it's time to prep for the third quarter of the season that's already well underway on today's Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is January 25th, 2022. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to talk a lot about Jalen Suggs and where he's been at since coming back from his injury with the things he's done well, how he's kind of picked himself off the mat, and also review some of the questions that we have for the third quarter of the Magic season. Um, Already well underway, I understand, a little bit late, but we will get to that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. No matter when you listen to us, whether it's the first thing in the morning, right when we upload, uh, during your workout, during your break, during your ride home, during your way on your way to the game. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's some great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network, so check them all out. Download them wherever you download podcasts, as well as stream many of them on YouTube as well. So Friday, Friday night against Los Angeles Lakers, there was a pretty scary moment um, for Jalen Suggs. Um, he attacked the basket uh, and got hit hit blow by LeBron James. Um, you know, kind of a a, a holding blow. Um, and then Taylor Horton Tucker went high to try and get the ball, and Suggs got knocked off balance and fell face first toward the court. Um, his left arm, wrist, seemingly getting trapped beneath him a little bit. He was flexing it. The rest of the game, but the dude's a football player. He stayed in the game, played okay, not great. Obviously, third quarter was a struggle for him in that one, but um, he stu- he stayed in the game. And he kept fighting and kept getting back up. And to me, that this was as much as anything a sign of sort of the spirit of this team. Um, you know, it's something that Jamal Mosley's talked a lot about. Um, how this team, you know, despite the losses, despite some of the struggles have really stuck with things, have really stayed in the game, have really kind of kept themselves uh, coming up off the mat, uh, continuing to to fight and put themselves in position to win or in position to just keep competing. Even if they're out of a game, they still compete. And and, I, and while I, I do consider that a moral victory and I don't, I, you know, it's obviously not where the team ultimately wants to be, it is, uh, it is still an encouraging sign. I don't think we should completely dismiss it. Certainly, you, you want to be competing. You don't want to have the laws that the team's had. But 
this competitive fire is a good thing, especially in a rebuilding year. Um, you're looking for little victories. You're looking for little things to show signs of progress. And ultimately, you want to take all these moments and stitch them together and pull them together. And that's obviously the big thing that's missing from this Magic team right now is, yes, there are all these great little moments and there are all these great little plays and, and players going on. Um, but the whole thing hasn't been brought together yet. The whole thing just hasn't been developed and and put together to allow this team to win, to be frank, um, to, to allow this win team to play and win consistently. And obviously that's, that's you know, uh, you know maybe that's step, maybe that's two steps from now, um, but it is something that has to slowly begin processing and happening. Undoubtedly, Jalen Suggs is a really important piece to this puzzle. Um, you know, again, whether you think that he is the, the the superstar that all that a lot of draft prospects thought he could be, um, you know, or, or or thought a lot of Magic fans thought he would be on draft night, I, I'll admit I've lowered my expectations on him a little bit just having watched him play play a little bit more. But this is still a young player who's going to be a major factor in this league. He's already proven himself to be a tenacious and tough defender, and very quickly now he is proving himself to be a great attacker to the rim. And so there's a lot of other pieces of the game, his game that has to be brought together. There's still all that talent. It doesn't go away. Um, and so, yes, this, it still feels like Jalen Suggs can be a lot of different things. I, I don't think we should, we should work. We should put Jalen Suggs in a box uh, talent wise or, or, or ability wise quite yet. Suggs has been back now for six games. Um, and, and a big part of what we're, what I think we need to see over the next 30, you know, next 20, 25 games is we need to see Suggs kind of take the leap that Franz Wagner has made. You know, whether it, whether it's a star leap or anything like that, it's more about playing consistently. It's more about contributing consistently. And it's about having a breakout game or two. And certainly Suggs has been a lot more consistent with some really interesting breakout games already um, in this in this season, but even in the, among the six games that he's played since coming back. In his six games since returning, he's averaging 14.8 points per game, which is up from the 12 that he was averaging before the injury. He's averaging five and a half rebounds per game and five and a half assists per game, showing the level of activity and playmaking that he's had. And perhaps more importantly, he's shooting 46.4% from the floor, considering he was a 30, uh, a sub 40, maybe even sub 35% shooter before his injury. Seeing that number creep up is a very good sign. Now, obviously, it's not perfect yet. He's still only shooting 20% from beyond the arc. Taking far fewer attempts, only two and a half attempts per game. He's up around four or five uh, before his injury. So he's getting a lot smarter about when to take his threes. And obviously, I think teams are daring him to take a three a little bit. He can hit it, but um, it's still a little bit of a process. Um, But Suggs is being a much better and smarter attacker to the ring. Um, Why is it scoring up? He's shooting 4.8 free throw attempts per game. It's been a long time since Magic had a guy who averaged five free throw attempts per game. We wanted Victor Oladipo to get there. And, and, and right now, the biggest comparison that I, I can think of to the way Jalen Suggs plays and, and, and just the ability to get to the rim that Jalen Suggs has right now is to Victor Oladipo. So again, we're, we're talking, you know, Oladipo obviously wasn't the player the Magic hoped he would be in Orlando. Um, but we're talking, you know, some pretty big names in Magic history, at least Magic rookie history. Victor Oladipo, of course, should have won Rookie of the Year. All apologies to Michael Carter-Williams, a current Magic player. Suggs, though, is proving that you can get yourself off the mat, that you can build yourself up, that you can be a, a, a better contributor 
that you can grow and learn as a season progresses. And that's exactly what Jalen Suggs has done. The way he has played has been downright impressive. The way that he has um, really come back and taken to this game is really impressive. It's been a really strong, strong effort from Jalen Suggs so far this season. Obviously, there are still a lot of questions about him. Um, you know, again, can he stay healthy? He's taking a lot of bumps, taking a lot of hits right now. So he's got to, you know, health is going to be a concern. There's going to be freak, there's going to be random injuries like the one that he suffered in November. But so far, Jalen Suggs has returned and shown all the promise that the Magic had in him, or a lot of it. Um, and so really what has to happen now over the next 15 to 20 games, the third quarter of the season, what has to happen now until the all-star break, where hopefully he'll be getting a trip to Cleveland. I, I would hope he does. I, I, I think it, I think it'll be a little bit tough for him, but you know, he's, he's putting up the numbers, I think to, to get consideration to go to the, to go to all-star weekend. I think that would be good for him. Um, what we need to see though, is more consistency. We need to see him kind of break through and break out a little bit. Um, you know, I, I know we talked about it earlier in the season, how, you know, rookies are inconsistent. Rookies are going to have their ups and downs. But you can usually tell pretty early they have a breakthrough game that really shows what everything might look like when they put all the pieces together. And Suggs has had a few nice games. The game against the Knicks where he really took over the game defensively and had a big fourth quarter. Uh, the game at Brooklyn where he scored 17 in the first quarter. Um, even the game Friday against the Lakers. He finished with 22 points on 6-for-16 shooting, 1-for-7 from beyond the arc, 9-for-10 from the foul line, 4 rebounds, 9 assists. He had, I think it was 17 and 6, 17 uh, points and either seven, 6 or 7 assists, I believe, in the first half. He ended up shooting 0 for 7 uh, or 0 for 6 in the, in the third quarter, going 0 for 5 uh, from beyond the arc. Big reason why the Magic lost the lead in the third quarter, actually. Uh, but the first half, Suggs was in complete control of the game. And again, this was a breakthrough moment. This was a huge moment for him. The Magic obviously want to see more of that. And really, with everyone... It's about consistency. That's really the story of the third quarter of the season. Find some consistency. Get better and keep building it. We'll talk more about questions we have for the third quarter of the season coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Price Picks. You've been hearing me tell you about Price Picks for months. So have you signed up yet? If you haven't, now is the perfect time. For a limited time, PrizePix has an exclusive, no-brainer of an offer for all of our users. You can get $50 for free if a player in your first PrizePix entry scores a single point. But you have to use promo code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer available to Locked On fans only. You use the promo code NBA. PrizePix has the best NBA daily fantasy sports prop game on the market. They offer more NBA props than any other daily fantasy sports prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. PrizePix offers any prop you can think of from points, assists, rebounds, threes made, and plenty more. Here's how it works. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. And it's just you versus projected numbers. You're not worrying about professional players or loaded entries that are meant to drive away, drive people out of the money and collect all the money themselves. It's just you versus the house. And let me tell you, you really swept these out. I did a prize picks over the weekend. Um, they had a special promotion where they were giving you Patrick Mahomes plus over under uh, half a passing yard. That's easy money. All you had to do was, was 
get four more winners and you win the 10, the 10 times prize. So I picked over on Chris Paul, 13 and a half points. I picked over, I think it was on, ooh, I forget who it was. I picked over on another NBA player on his points. I picked under Rob Gronkowski, 60, pa- 60 receiving yards. And I picked over on Josh Allen's, I think it was 270 passing yards. Didn't hit the Rob Gronkowski, but I got four out of five, right? That doubled my money. It's really, really, really that easy. And if, even if I had only three right, I would have gotten 0.8 times. I would have gotten most of my money back from my wager so, or from my entry. So definitely, definitely a fun game, especially if you know your sports. Go to prizepicks.com or go to your app store and download the app. All users that deposit and use our promo code NBA will get $50 free if your first prize pick entry scores a single point. That's right. Again, all users that deposit using the promo code NBA will get $50 free if your first prize picks entry scores a single point. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Um, Thank you again for making Locked On Magic your first listen every day. The NBA trade deadline is Thursday, February 10th at 3 p.m. Eastern time, and Locked On NBA will be covering it live from 2 to 4 p.m. Join Kim Becker, John Corrales, Locked On fantasy basketball host Josh Lloyd, and NBA veteran Antonio Daniels, and get analysis of every blockbuster move. Subscribe to Locked On NBA YouTube and turn your notifications on so you know when they go live. We'll be having plenty to do on the trade deadline in the next two weeks. But definitely mark your calendars for our NBA trade deadline show. It promises to be a very, very, very busy NBA trade deadline. So let's talk a bit about our goals for the third quarter of the season. Um, you know, I, I talked a little bit of there about Jalen Suggs and about, about how a lot of this season is going to be about finding consistency and about players, you know, forming their identities, coming into their roles, um, and obviously making a, a difference there. Um, you know, I, I, I do think that uh, I do think that that is a a big piece of the puzzle. But I think an even bigger piece of the puzzle for this Magic team is to see the collective come together. Um, you know, one you know, I, I sat here at the beginning of the season. I think I set out one of my goals for the season. I wanted to see the Magic flirt with being in the top half of the league defensively. I didn't think they'd get all the way to 15, but to be outside the top 10 for everything that the Magic put and focused on defensively, for everything that the Magic talked about how they wanted to be a defensive team. Um, I would honestly say the biggest disappointment this season is how poor the team has played defensively. Now, it's certainly uh, the offense is certainly a factor in that, the fact that the Magic's offense is struggling. The fact that they're a young team that turns the ball over a lot, definitely a big factor. Um, you know, I don't have the cleaning the glass numbers in front of me, but I would imagine that the Magic rank higher than their current defensive defensive rank based off half-court defense alone. If you take out all transition opportunities, I would imagine the Magic's half-court defense is probably not in the middle of the, middle of the league, not like league average, but 
closer to the middle of the league. Um, you know, probably slightly below the median for the entire league as, as far as defensive rating goes. The Magic made it clear that this team was going to be about defense. And so I think if there is something to judge this team on, something tangible that we can judge this team on, it's their defense. It's something they should be good at. It's something that they put a lot of focus on, something they put a lot of attention on. And something that they have the personnel to be good at, whether it's Jalen Suggs, Franz Wagner, eventually Jonathan Isaac, uh, Chuma Okiki. They've got, you know, Michael Carter-Williams eventually. They've got good defenders. And it's something that this Magic team has put a lot of attention to in their drafts and spent a lot of capital on. So the Magic should be a lot better defensively. Through the first half of the season, the Magic ranked 25th in the league, giving up 112.3 points per 100 possessions. Not a good number at all. There is improvement, though. And again, this is the progression that we're talking about. We want to see the team progressively get better at these things. In the first 21 games, the first quarter of the season, the Magic ranked 29th in the league, giving up 112 points per 100 possessions. In the second quarter of the season, so game 22 through 41, the Magic ranked 21st at 112.5 points allowed per 100 possessions. So the raw number is up, no doubt about that. But the teams rank among the league because offenses tend to catch up as the season goes on. The teams rank among the league is a lot better. The Magic have been playing a lot better defense over the last, I think, 15, over the last 15 games or so. The Magic rank 18th in the league, giving up 111.4 points per 100 possessions. Uh, in January, um, you know, outside of, uh, the, I think, entering the Lakers game, the Magic were 10th, giving up 108.8 points per 100 possessions. So again, this third quarter of the season has seen the Magic play a lot better defensively, like significantly better. Their offense is the worst in the league at this point, which is a big reason why they're still losing games. But Orlando is still is starting to defend at a higher level. Certainly consistency with their lineups are helping. They're no longer in the middle of the, of the pandemic. They're no longer dealing with all the all the absences and, and playing players that frankly are not on the roster um, that, you know, they're not playing emergency relief players. So the team is starting to pick up and find its defensive energy once again. Um, and that's, that's obviously um, a huge, huge deal. So again, like we've said, we want to see the team make progress. We want to see the team continually get better, slowly ramp up and, and, and finish the season stronger than they started. That, that, that is a big part of the season. And this that Magic team wants its defense to be its identity. And so we're watching this team in real time get better at something that's going to be important to the team when they win. Now, really, Orlando just has to stay committed to this end. Um, they have to limit their turnovers. They have to give this, this group the opportunity, the chance to play the defense at the level that they know they are capable. And that's really going to be the trick here. That's really going to be the difficult part of this next phase. Um, is the Magic? The Magic have to be committed to the defensive end. They have to become a defensive team. And slowly but surely, they are getting there and they are doing it. The offense, of course, is still a mess. We're not going to hide from that. It's going to drive down those defensive numbers too. Orlando's got to do a better job of turnovers. The turnover numbers are creeping up a little bit. And defensively, the Magic have to do a better job rebounding. Their, their rebounding has been inconsistent. There are games where they give up a ton of rebounds, and then there are games that they're pretty good at, and then it feels like they focus on it and they really do a good job. Um, as the Magic get healthier, they're going to get better defensively too. You know, yes, 
Markel Fultz is due back. It feels like any day now. It's not official. That's 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 speculation. Um, Jonathan Isaac should be back hopefully by the All Star around the All Star break. Um, that seems to be the, the the new at least the new uh, target that we're putting externally on things. Um, if I don't know who's to say whether that's the internal target. Um, and yeah, you know Michael Carter Williams is traveling with the team again. He will help. Um, Etwan Moore is traveling with the team again. He would help. Um, there's certainly the opportunity there for the Magic to get some guys back who know how to defend a little bit. We'll talk a little bit more about some of our other questions entering the third quarter of the season coming up here in just a moment. But first, Bet Online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today. So receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On to get started. From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Obviously, I think I think one of the questions then that that we have to ask, um, and it's a question that you know we hit a did a big podcast on it Friday, um, and so I don't want to dive too deep. Obviously, one of the big questions the Magic face this third quarter of the season um, is about the trade deadline: who stays and who goes. Um, Mark Stein uh, on his Substack um, reporting that you know everyone is expecting the magic to move at least one of Gary Harris or Terrence Ross that's not rocket science he points to the Utah Jazz and Los Angeles Lakers as potential suitors for one or both of those players one or either of those players um you know we could go into the permutations of what that kind of a deal would look like uh, i know utah has been considering moving joe ingles um not an idea i hate I, i'd want a little bit more compensation just because joe ingles um seems to be on the wrong side of his career. I think he'd be a great veteran for this team though. So I would not be against bringing in a guy like Joe Ingles. He is one of the model citizens in the NBA on top of that. Um, so I think he would be a really good presence to have in the Magic's locker room. Um, uh, obviously, I think for the on the Lakers side, um, the prize that everyone seems to be chasing after is Taylor Horton Tucker. The Magic did draft him. They did trade him to the Lakers for cash. Um, it would kind of stink that have to pay them Terrence Ross or... Gary Harris to go grab him, but um, that to me, Taylor Horton Tucker would be a huge uh, addition just to have another kind of young wing to add to the roster. Certainly more of a long-term piece than Joe Ingles, who's kind of a veteran, maybe a buyout candidate, someone that that wouldn't be on the team very, very long. So there are definitely a few options. Um, there's been plenty of reporting to suggest the Magic are seeking a first-round pick in exchange for either of these players. Um, so again, even if it's a top 20 protected pick, even if it's a back end first round pick, um, it would seem like the magic are, are aiming for obviously some, sa- some salary matching 
and a first round pick. The Lakers, I think, are trying to dump Kendrick Dunn on whoever they trade with. Um, so, you know, again, maybe you don't get that first round pick. Maybe it's Kendrick Nunn and Taylor Horton Tucker for a guy like Terrence Ross. So you get the extra year for the Lakers that way. Um, certainly a, a very, very real possibility, very, very real possibility um, that feels like the Lakers are giving up a little too much on that end. Uh, I, I'll admit. Um, so I, I do kind of like that deal for Taylor Horton Tucker. I think that fits a long-term, long-term goal. But again, we're still at the very, very, we're still, you know, we're not at the early stages anymore. We're kind of the middle the middle game, so to speak, of the trade deadline, um, you know, things are going to start getting serious here in the next week or so. Um, again, I don't think the Lakers and the Jazz are the only guys chasing after Gary Harris or Terrence Ross. We'll, we'll do a deeper dive, I think, later, uh, either next week um, uh, or, or soon, actually. Certainly on OrlandoMagicDaily.com, we'll do this dive into which teams might have the right guys or might be interested enough and have the right offer to go after these two players. And certainly there, there are plenty of opportunity. There's plenty of those teams who could use a shooter like this. And, you know, again, like we talked about with Keith Smith on a spot track on Friday's episode of um, the magic also have a 17 and a half million dollar trade exception that they can use, um, which can help them net a few more assets as well. Um, you know, again, there's, there's a lot of options. There's two for luxury tax teams. The Lakers are also a team like that. Um, so if they want to attach a first round pick and send the magic Kendrick Nunn, if they can't take any offers, magic grab Kendrick Nunn, I think he's got two years left on his deal. Um, you know, maybe maybe they hang hang around with him, give him a chance. Um, maybe not. Um, again, I'm not the biggest Kendrick Nunn fan, so I'm not going to advocate for that deal um, at all. Um, looking at the other questions that the Magic have, obviously a big one is is building momentum at home. Um, Orlando has not been a good home team. They just got their third home win in the season on Sunday against the Chicago Bulls. We also know that the back half of the schedule is very home heavy. This five game home state is huge just for rebuilding confidence among the fan base. This has been a very dour fan base. Um, the building has been invaded the last couple of nights. Uh, the Lakers fans were obviously out in full force. Bulls fans were out in full, full force too. Um, Jalen Suggs was reportedly jawing at some Bulls fans um, when he, when he made Stacy King angry uh, on the Bulls broadcast. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be upset about a, a kid puffing his chest a little bit. It's been a rough season. I'm going to let, I think you got to let kids have fun. Um, and, and Jamal Mosley made that point too. kids. Have, you know, we got to remember to have fun doing this. We got to have fun doing this work. Um, and you got to find joy in the wins. Uh, so I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to be upset. He, the, the magic are not a team about the full season. They're not about, you know, we don't care necessarily what our record is. So when we win a game, we're going to celebrate that win. We're going to celebrate that moment, ca- try and recapture it and get back to work and do it again. Um, that's, that's really what this process is about. Um, so again, winning at home, to, winning at home is just really, really important. Um, you know, a lot of fans have asked me like, "What's the deal with the injuries?" And, and and I think a fair criticism of Jeff Weltman and his front office at this point is that this is a moment where you have to build trust. Um, in the middle of a rebuild, you have to build trust with your fan base at the very beginning. Um, and, and I think the lack of transparency on the injuries, which of course is the other big question hanging over this quarter of the season, when is Markel Fultz and Jonathan Isaac going to come back? Um, you know, we don't have word on Fultz yet, obviously, um, but we do think it's close with him. Um, this is the part of the rebuild where the front office needs to build the most trust with its fans. And not winning at home, having by far the worst record in the league, by far the worst home record in the league. And again, some of that is a product of the schedule. The Magic have not had a lot of easy home games. The Magic have not had a lot of home games. They had the fewest home games in the league to this point. Um, not building that trust is is really difficult. Um, you know, there's a lot of frustration with 
with the front office. And, and I can tell you that the front office has done the, done the right things, is doing good things, is, is doing things that this Magic team hasn't seen ever. Um, but the bottom line is that's not what fans see. And so winning some games at home, building some momentum at home, is going to show the world that things are indeed on the right track. Being a little bit more transparent with injuries. We're starting to see Markel Fultz warm up more in the Amway Center where people can actually watch him. Um, being a little bit more transparent with injuries will help tremendously um, build that trust. And again, I think that's what this quarter of the season is also going to be about is yes, building consistency on the court, you know, beginning to shape and, and, and shape this team's identity beyond this season. That's also going to be about building that trust, winning some games, home, winning big games at home. Um, they've won big games. Chicago, Utah, Denver are not teams to sneeze at. Winning big games at home, delivering some good news for your fans, uh, and, and building that consistency so everyone can buy in and see what this project is ultimately going to deliver. The Magic obviously have a lot of work in front of them. Um, you know, We're not going to hide from it. We're not going to deny it. We're not going to say that this Magic team is going to come out here and make a, a playoff push. It's not happening. The Magic are not eliminated from the playoffs mathematically, but it would take a hell of a run to get there. The Magic are already 8-39. and 39, You know, So if, if 500 is going to be the number, which I really do think it is. I think 500 is going to be the number to to make the playoffs. Um, then, then uh, if 500 is the number to make the playoffs, the Magic would have to essentially win out to get there. They'd only have two losses remaining to get there. Um, obviously, there is a lot of work ahead, but this could be a big quarter for the Magic to do all that work. Those are my questions that I have for the third quarter of the season. We'll see how it all plays out here over the next 10 to 15 games. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Sit your tune in him like Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. We'll be back again tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit about what the Magic said at practice today, as well as get you ready for Wednesday's game against the LA Clippers. But now, go make your second listen of the day, Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Well, that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Phil Frost and Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.